hijinks are abound. What happened? Oh my god. Uh, you know how the song goes. Yes, sir. What's up, everybody? It is the CBC Wisdom Hour, number 114 for November, oh my God, 17th, 17th, 2020. I'm Steve Wichel in New Orleans. This is Tony B coming to you from the future. It's really the 18th live from New Jersey. Next week is Thanksgiving, and it wasn't Halloween just like two days ago. How is it possible next week is Thanksgiving? Because you were in a COVID coma from the non-mask-wearing <laughs> gig that you did, and you just woke up. Oh, goodness. That's what I think. Goodness. I, I did not uh, uh, contract COVID, as far as I know. I know. Yes. As far as I know. Let's keep our fingers crossed here, Tony. We don't want to be jinxing this. Well, if you recall, Steve, on episode 113, we <laughs> illustrated just how much good luck you really possessed when you weren't aware of it. So That's right. I'm glad you went and reviewed it. <laughs> yes, we, we don't need to go back into a full review, but we all now understand how it works. Oh, wait a second. I didn't share it to the... Wait a second. This is not good. What is going on over there, I, Like I just said, Mike, I had to re- redo my computer like update thing, and it, and it got rid of all my passwords. And I was thinking I didn't share it to Facebook, but it did. I, now I see it. So uh-huh. we're on Facebook, facebook.com slash Central. If you're not part of the page, go there and press like. And make sure you uh, ask for it to be in your uh, news feed. You follow it. You like it and you follow it. So if you follow it, it shows up in your news feed. All right. So I'm going to say join us now live. Obviously, you're not listening live. If you're listening live, I don't have to tell you to join us now live. Definitely not. I mean, I'm speaking live. Yes, we are speaking live. But what is time, really? Anyway. (laughs) Uh, share it to the group. We have a group on Facebook too. If you did not know that, facebook.com appreciation of time slash facebook.com slash groups slash cover band central. And of course, there's the website too. You can sign up for a free account for you, your band, or both www.coverbandcentral.com. Also, anybody in the music industry, and uh, if you're a music fan too, you can join it. I don't usually promote stuff in the beginning of the, the show, but I just felt like doing it right now. Because I was working on the computer, and I was like, I can't do something where I have to think and work on the computer at the same time. So when I'm saying all that stuff, I don't have to think. Or I could have just said, hey, Tony, take it for a second. Now we're from our sponsors. Hey, do you have a problem with your computer? <laughs> Bob's Computer Repair Service does all kinds of repairs, service, maintenance, password reconstruction, and oh, sorry, we lost that sponsor, Steve. <laughs> He got cut off in the middle of the commercial. Oh, man. That's why we need Bob's computer to to fix our computer. Yeah, well, he's having issues of his own, evidently. So I I don't know if I would trust him in that uh, service. Yeah, steer away from Bob's. Bob's computers. Don't go there. Bob's computers not a place you want to (laughs) go. That would be a good commercial. (laughs) Why don't people do commercials? Because people hate, hate, like, uh, things. And people love to kind of hate scroll and stuff. It'd be funny to do commercials for things that you that you don't like, but sell it like you like it. Like Bob's computers, don't go there. They're horrible. Their customer service is horrible, horrible, horrible. 
Steve's discount T-shirts. Terrible, terrible. <laughs> See, that's funny to me. I'm going to do a commercial like that. You should. I could do a bunch of them. Any, I'm, I'm going to solicit the group and say, tell me something you don't like, some business you don't like, or or band you don't like, <laughs> well, or something. And then and I'm, I was, I'll, and do I'll, I'll do a commercial for you, and I'll charge you uh, 19.99 for that. No, I'm going to charge more than that. That's, At least twenty nine. That's like a skill, right? It's like uh, a, it is. It's it like is doing definitely a talent. It's like doing voiceover and coming up with sort of comedy. That's that's way more nineteen ninety nine. That's forty nine ninety nine. But for the next two hours, <laughs> if you act now, if you act now, next two hours, you can get it for twenty nine ninety nine. That's almost half price. Promo code laugh. Tell me something. That you want a commercial for a business that you don't like, and I'll make you a commercial, a thirty-second commercial for <laughs> twenty-nine ninety-nine. Act now. This offer will only last for a limited time. Go. How do? How do you? I didn't give it enough. You have to give a number or a website. Go to. <laughs> Go to www.cheapcommercials.com. <laughs> Go, Go to the Facebook group. Go to the Facebook Cover Band Central group and post it on the wall there. Or you could send me an email, steve at coverbandcentral.com. Or, yeah, that's good, right? I'm not giving away my number. Call 973 yeah, 943 Car wash. It was fucking freaking terrible, man. Nick's Car Wash. I'll give you the address. I need a commercial. Nick's Car Wash. They only use dirty water. <laughs> <laughs> My car was dirtier when I came out than it was when I went in. <laughs> there you go. See, we can team up. You do the you do the the voice. Yeah, exactly. the, 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 the customer voice. Dissatisfied and customer. here's a yeah. Here's I a nut. Let's do it. Over there. Yeah, yeah. Here at wh- who's the name Nick? Here at Nick's Car Wash, we have another dissatisfied customer, Tony. Place terrible, man. Beat it. Lose the number. Uh, I a new up. podcast with a different theme uh, to it. I now. love this. Dude, every single time we do Wisdom Hour, we come up with something. <laughs> this is true. And most and of the things. all within the first five minutes. I know. So the rest of the hour holds for us. <laughs> most of the things I don't end up doing. But this, I really want people to do this. It's at $29.99. You can PayPal me, steve at coverbandcentral.com. Send me a PayPal. Or you can go to. Uh, and I will only take a small fee for my voiceover. PayPal, yeah, yeah, you get a cut, of course. Um, <laughs> pay, PayPal, or you go to paypal.me slash coverbandcentral. If you want to just yes. make a donation to coverbandcentral so I can pay my rent next month, paypal.me slash coverbandcentral. <laughs> you think I'm joking, but uh, I'll make no, it I work. I think it's another, another avenue for advertising. <laughs> hey, we just should make the whole <laughs> show advertising. What else? What else can we advertise? money you don't need to spend right now. Send it my way. Right. I did. A, I put up a post today about my arm, just an arm update on Facebook. And I took a picture of the extension splints I wear. And, uh, you know, just because a lot of people kind of ask me randomly on Facebook or, or in person, mostly on Facebook. Like, how's your arm? Was this on the was this on the Call to Arms podcast? No. I didn't know there oh. was one. I'll have to look into I that. That's what you, I thought you were cheating on me and started another thing. No, I was getting to the, the to, to soliciting for money part because... I put the, you know I, I I didn't I, I put the whole post up and I just described what where I'm at with this and like I've been in therapy for three months so I'm probably gonna go to the end of the year I might need surgery in January we talked about this already 
Uh, but yeah. you know, none of those people listen to this podcast. But um, after I posted it, I went back and looked, and Facebook puts up a thing there. It says, you know, if you're looking for uh, you know contributions for a cause for yourself or something else, you know, click here and you can do that. So I could with that post put up like, hey, I need help with my medical bills. You know, you guys want to help me out here? And probably some of the people would. But the truth is I don't need help with my medical bills. So I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Genuous, wouldn't it? No, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to be one of those people that could would do that. I don't even know who would do that besides our president. But um, I, would, I really need I would reduction surgery to make my life more normal. <laughs> Well, you have to put up like a picture or a, a description of your your what it is you need reduced. So you'd you'd need to uh, <laughs> you need to elaborate on that. Yes, with a photo. You can make the photo blurry or pixelate it so people can't really see what it is, or or can't definitely see what it is. <sighs> I'm looking to buy the secret thing that I can't show you, but please send me some money. Here's a picture of it. <laughs> It's funny. So, I, I mean, I, I'm sure people do take advantage of that, the fact that that is, a, is an option. And Facebook makes it, makes it easy for you. They, if you put up – I don't know how they know, but if you put up something that looks obviously like you, you, you need to raise some funds, then it gives you that option. And, click, and it's easy. You just click on it and you type in why, you know, a quick blurb about what you, what you want and why you want it and, and pick a dollar amount. And there you go. It's off to the races. And people actually kind of like contributing to that thing because it has the status bar in it. You know, so if you say, say you're looking for, you know, something simple, 200 bucks, and it'll show that status bar as you get up, as people contribute. And it's it's kind of makes it a little bit of a game for people. People like games. They'll pay money for games. Like, I want to be the one to put it to the 200. So say there's like 30 bucks left. I'd be like, yeah, yeah. You know, I did it for you, Tony. Your reduction surgery. I, I give it. Everybody, I can jog again. <laughs> again, I haven't been able to jog since puberty. As a kid, I had puberty. It was over. Then I picked up a guitar. Because what else <laughs> no, do you do? Or, or uh, I became a lead singer. You became a drummer, man. Because I get the and the drummer. Yeah, drummers got the goods, man. So I hear. I don't know. That's why they call it a throne, baby. Not a chair. That's right. Seat. Yes. Um, Drummers of the king. And then I put up kind of just a gratitude post in the group. Because um, I was just feeling And again, not contrived. I was just feeling it. I was scroll. I got up pretty early for me this morning, like 8 o'clock. And started right away on, on CBC stuff. And, and I was just, I was really liking a lot of the posts I was seeing and a lot of the comments. So I just put up a kind of a gratitude post. I said, uh, the complaints tend to be louder than anything else here. But the cool people in here are the overwhelming majority. I just want to take a sec to thank you all for your participation and contribution. You rock. And, and, and that post got a lot of engagement. A lot sure, of, sure. A lot of people like being thanked, and they threw it right back at me. So you're doing a great job, and thank you, and stuff like that. So got to love that. Now, if only these people would contribute to my rent fund, <laughs> <laughs> I'd be in great shape. Like, by the way, thank you in advance for if, your contribution. If each one of these people gave me a dollar, 
each one, each person that liked this post gave me a dollar, I would have um, a good amount of dollars. <laughs> I would currently That's have $336. There you go. That would be a cool option on here. To, if, if you just want to, like, write in the post, if you could just tip, boom, tip right away. Boom. That's probably, oh, that does, oh, man, that's another idea that Facebook doesn't have that I could have on the website in the posts if there's a way, like, you could just press a button and tip. Boom. Make it quick and easy. Because that's not right. something that anybody does. Click and tip. Yeah, just like as as easy as the like button is. Or the <laughs> Dude, my brother grabbed my phone and clicked the shit out of it. I didn't want to give any money. And you have like, I wonder if you can come up with a currency. That would be a whole Facebook thing. Would have to do it. Come up with like you know like uh, <laughs> like Bitcoin. Yeah, well, yeah, sort of, but like uh, uh what are they called? Steve Silver. Like Scrip, you know, like <laughs> Steve Silver. Like you go and you put in your money and you get a certain amount of points or, or the script they call it or uh, each site has a, its own unique little name for it C- cbc bucks you know i could call it <laughs> right right yeah so you CBC buy 20 20 dollars put in you get like 2000 cbc bucks make it like a lot like 2000 <laughs> for 20 bucks and then yeah. That it seems like a lot, right? Because you know, it's a lot of numbers. Two zeros. It's a hundred times what you invested, <laughs> right? <laughs> but but well, no, because the points will represent cents. Is it? Is two thousand cents and twenty dollars? Is that right? Say again. Two thousand cents and twenty dollars. I'm really really good at math, but not when I'm talking. How many cents are in twenty dollars? Yes, you are correct. <laughs> it's two thousand, right? Twenty times a uh, uh, hundred thousand, two thousand. No. Wow. I gotta stop smoking pot. Wow, <laughs> CBC, the wisdom is just flowing here. All right, wait a second. I just have to do this. Twenty. <laughs> no, dude, it's two thousand. Listen, divided it's 2, by twenty. A hundred. What? <laughs> dude, twenty dollars. Right, right. So um, a hundred pennies in every dollar. So twenty times a hundred is two thousand. <sighs> Steve, you are correct. Do not be concerned about any consumption or alcohol. Okay. Or okay. So so yeah. So if you give like two hundred CBC bucks, then you're getting two dollars. But two hundred sounds better, right? It sure does. So I think we're gonna chunk. Write this down. Chunk isn't here. He's never here anymore. I'm going to write it down. I, I, I'm going to write it this down, dude, because, yes, I said it here, and yes, it's being recorded, but sometimes after this show, I don't go back and listen, and then I forget. So I'm going to write it down. What do you think of that? CBC Bucks? CBC Bucks. CBC Bucks. And this way I can encourage people to perform and encourage people to join up who are fans. That's something to do, and that's something that's beneficial. for. And one of the biggest conundrums here, and we were talking about on the phone the other day, is how to help musicians make money. Right? When you're craving church's three-piece classic, there's no other option. Two crispy legs, a thigh, and a warm honey butter biscuit are the only way. 
And that's why we call it a classic. Church's Texas Chicken. Tap the banner to find your nearest location. Offer valid at participating locations. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's a thing. That's a way I can do that that nobody else is doing. If we can make it that simple, like a like button or a comment button where you can just click it and pick how many CBC bucks you want to pay this, you want to tip this person. Gotcha. Oh, dude, I like this idea that I really? came up with. We got to do Wisdom Hour more often. <laughs> wisdom Hour every night, man. Tune in for Wisdom Hour tomorrow night. Same wise time, same wise channel. See, the cool thing is, too, if we get people who sign up for the uh, the voiceover commercial that of something they don't like, then um, we'll play it on the, the CBC Wisdom Hour. We'll play your ad here so other people will hear it. Right? Absolutely. The only thing is with that, I don't know if people are going to want to... They're, they might do it because it's funny, but they're not promoting anything for themselves, really. Unless they put it in there. Like, put something like, just go to my website, too. We can get music, too. There's plenty of music files out there for free that you just play in the background. I like this idea. I like both of these ideas, Tony. Implementation will be key, Steve. Yes. I'm good lately. I stopped taking drugs. I mean, <laughs> let me <laughs> let me phrase that differently. I stopped taking the pain medication altogether. I realized, because last week we didn't do a show, because Tuesday you had a work thing, and then Wednesday I was feeling like shit. And I really, like we discussed this before, just having trouble sleeping. Like, I, I've had a lot of nights where I just can't sleep at all, and I end up, like, having to go to physical therapy with no sleep. Um, but I, I determined... As, as a, a law of attraction thing, too, because I was up. I'm like, you know, I'm trying to do all sorts of different things to get myself to go to sleep. And uh, I sat down at, at Facebook and just looked at the newsfeed, and somebody put up this post about this drug that I've been taking this uh, for pain called Tramadol. And they put up this, this long, long post about why it's really bad and why you shouldn't take it and all the bad side effects and um and she cited an example with somebody get, that was getting seizures and stuff. And I'm like, ding, ding, ding. That's why I can't sleep because it's a stupid medication. Because that was one of the things, one of the side effects in there that is it makes you agitated and makes you like kind of hyper. And that was the issue I was having with sleep. It wasn't like shit on my mind. It was just my body was just like almost like trembling. Hmm. It was very, very uncomfortable feeling. Um, you know, and I, I mean, I could sit and do something and it wasn't trembling. But if I was like trying to lay down, I just couldn't stay still. My like legs, they get that like uh, the, uh, uh, the leg, what is that called? The leg thing when you're trying to sleep. Tremors? No, it's. Uh, night tremors. No. <laughs> tremors? <laughs> night tremors. Morning tremors? No. Afternoon not. tremors. <laughs> How about dusk tremors? How about night terrors? No, night tremor is like when they have, um, you know, when your feet are constantly moving around, like you can't stop them. Restless leg syndrome, that's what it is. There you go. Yeah, that's like what happy I get. feet. Yeah, but it's that's not happy. Nothing happy about it. So I stopped. I stopped taking it. And yes, what was the medication you were taking? Tremeldor. Tramadol. Tram. Tramadol. 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 It's a pain. Trem- it's like a. Yeah. It, you know, it's a. 
it's uh, it's not an opioid, it's, but it's still pain medication. Um, but I didn't take it. I haven't taken it for a couple of days. Last night I went to sleep at like a relatively normal time for most people, like twelve thirty. Got up, right. got up around eight this morning. I woke up a couple times to piss, but that that was it. Got up around eight this morning and have been working all day. I just I got started right away, and I, it feels good. I've been accomplishing more. And now I feel like I'll go to sleep again tonight at a normal time, and I'll feel like a natural tiredness without the yeah. the, the terrible medication. And I, like I'm not in I'm in pain, but not not enough where I really need painkillers anymore. Yeah, it's just more irritating than that, like painful, painful. So, so that, that's yeah, a good thing. Take, take some, uh, you know, take some Tylenol. Yeah, that's it. That's all I'm doing. But, um, but my point was what I was getting to is I'm being more productive. So having these things on the list to do. Ah, yes. Now you're inspired to be even more productive tomorrow. Correct. I already have a, a plan for tomorrow. What I'm going to do. I already have a plan for tomorrow and Thursday. What what I'm going to do. Um, and I know what I'm going to do for the rest of tonight. It's just two things. But I'm ahead. I'm like way ahead now. And it feels so good to be way ahead. You know, I have stuff scheduled into next week. Um, and pretty pretty um, loaded up with the schedule. That's end of the schedule. When I say the schedule, I mean posts for the Facebook page. Because right. now I'm doing four, like 14 a day. I do. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's coming up with... It's organizing the content because I curate content constantly, um, but I don't always go in and check all the stuff I've curated and, and apply it. So I have this whole list of saved stuff that I have to go in and, and get out and and, uh, and uh, post uh, schedule it and then file it in its proper location. Uh, but I'm very organized on my computer, so I'm good with like I know how to label things and where to put stuff and. Um, uh, but I'm, I'm, so I, I went through all that and articles. I went and had to redo some articles and just fix some of the stuff in there. But I'm up scheduled through the beginning of next week. So I feel like now I can be inspired because I don't have work, work that I have to do. I can just be creative. That's funny. Yeah. More, more funner. Much more gooder. So, um, yeah. So what's going on? How's things? Things are great, man. Things are good. Gearing up for, you know, Thanksgiving. Uh, you know, probably just going to be me and my family because everyone's either been, you know, quarantined or now the COVID's up spike again. So yeah. it's a big, uh, you know, New Jersey is like 5,000 people a day now. Yikes. Yeah, it's it's bad yeah. everywhere. Yeah, it just starts climbing again like crazy. So, you know, it's got to be super diligent and vigilant about, you know, just not touching your face. Like you said, keep your hands clean, wear the mask, come home, and life goes on, you know, because I got to finish working on the mega kit. I got all kinds of work to do. Right. You know, figuring out cameras and microphones and best way to, to, to... to capture it, you know. Have you talked about this here yet? I don't think you have. Do you want to? No, not yet. But I. Okay. You well, know, we can tease spelled, it. We can tease it know. a little bit that you that you have this major project coming that you're going to be doing. 
start of next year, I believe, is when you're when you're aiming for. Yep, yeah, it's anticipated. Yes. Yes, and it's going to be a, a sort of multimedia um, adventure. I'm going to call it. There you go. Uh, so yes, it's proven. You know, it's it's like like you know when you undertake certain things, it, it's a lot of work. You know. Sure. And a lot of planning and things that you have to figure out, and a lot of testing and things of that nature. You know what I mean? So I am I, I'm in the midst of of doing all of that right now. So I'm excited. I've, I'm excited yeah. for this. Um, I've constructed the mega kit, and now I am uh, navigating, like I said, tunings and and you know the best way. You know the problem with the mega kit is it's it's so many pieces you really can't close mic everything. You know what I mean? Even sure. if you have the capacity for the board, you don't want to be trying to mix you know 22 channels of stuff down. So I I'm still leaning towards you know some sort of overhead, all encompassing. Uh, you know, sort of capture on it, right. almost like you know the old, the, the the four mics on the bottom kit. You know. Yes. So I had to mute. Yeah. For a second. Um, so this way it is. Uh, you know, because again, as you know, you know, well, we can't get delved too much into it, but it can become very time consuming. You know, so I'm trying to streamline what it is that I'm doing, so I don't have to be a slave to it. If that makes sense. You know what yeah, I mean? I yeah. can't do something so robust that it becomes, you know, cumbersome to where, you know, yeah, it, it's not manageable and you can't quickly use it. It's almost like I would compare it to like gigging, right? If I was to gig, if you and me were going on a gig and I was bringing just a, a you know, a four-piece kit, right? Kick, snare, rack, and a floor, ride, crash, hi-hat. I could close mic all that stuff and, you know, you, you could definitely – spend some time and really make it sound killer, but it might take you 45 minutes to set it up. You know what I'm saying? Whereas if you could have it in a room and you could just throw like two, a kick and, and an overhead on it and, and get something that was almost as good, you know, 95% of what it would be if you close mic it for a fraction of the time. You know what I mean? To, right. to mic up, kick and put an overhead up would take like 10 minutes, you know, and get a level and be off and running. As opposed to forty-five minutes, so that's all. It just exponentially multiplies sure. itself to where it becomes just too cumbersome. Yeah, but I, I mean, and I don't have to tell you this, but have fun with it. You know, it's 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 a fun thing. You know, see the end result, and I'm sure you do already. Um, it's been great, you know, dude. That, I've been having a blast with yeah, it. Yeah, and then then your your uh, finished product is going to be spectacular. I, I'm hoping so. It's fun because you can test it without anybody seeing. You know, you can still do all all sorts of stuff, optimize everything. Oh and, yeah, and uh, yeah, it's. But gonna... that's the thing too. Like anything, you don't want to. You know, you, you could spend. I could spend a year doing that. You know, right. that's not the goal. Yeah, yeah, get 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 going is the goal. Like we did with this because we're 114 episodes in, and we started number one, not really knowing what the heck we were going to do or what we were doing. We kind of did because we kind of were already doing this. You yes, know, the content is just varied over the years, you know. It was, yeah, you're right, and it's just you know with the times, whatever, whatever we would talk about. Um, but just learning the technology part of it was the was the more daunting task for for us. But I think we got to get a pretty a pretty good handle on it now. Yeah, and I mean, again, it's not you know, it, it's great to be able to do this. You know, and, and like you said, technology is so advanced now today than it was even you know two years ago. Just as opposed to what's out there and what's affordable and what you can buy, and you know, 
so many people are now vlogging and doing so much stuff on YouTube and, you know, all kinds of social media that they're now, you know, have created all kinds of microphones and cameras and lights and everything, you know, to go along with that. Yes. You know, readily available and and fairly inexpensive. Yeah. Yeah. People are doing it. A lot are doing it. Um, the, the video of the week I picked this week is this girl playing uh, uh, Crazy Train by Ozzy on piano. And she's young. She looks late teens, early 20s, maybe at the most. She's from Russia. Um, a cute girl. And she does um, a lot of like rock piano covers, like rock songs. Like she does uh, Back in Black on piano. She does Aerials by System of Down on piano. Um, she does uh, Metallica, one by Metallica on piano, which sounds awesome. <laughs> That's cool. Um, and it's, it's so encouraging. We've talked about this a lot, and I will continue to talk about it how much I, I want to see kids learning music. And uh, I love to see kids learning music, especially rock music, like the stuff that I like. Uh, you know, seeing kids, like, learn that. Like, like how amazing it must be for them, because we know how great it is. And they're just discovering how great this is for the first time, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and they're loving it, you know. So, like, like your, your kids and... A lot, a lot of parents our age are, are encouraging their kids to play music. So, I'd yeah, no, it, it's fantastic. Like, it's, oh, you know, but it's, yeah, I'm sorry. The the point I was going to get to was the, the videos she makes are they look great. You know, the, the high quality videos, and it's really uh, maybe two camera shot, uh, but some of them are just one camera, and it's somebody just holding it and kind of doing a like kind of moving around the piano slowly as she's playing it. It's super cool. It, it just looks, and they have, you know, good lighting in the room, and it, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's not that expensive. It's, you put in a little effort to it, it's really not that expensive to get a good, good high-quality HD camera and, and some lights. That's it. Sound. You'd be amazed, too, that, like, you know, just when we're goofing around jamming or, or playing in the, in the studio, if you just throw up an iPhone on a tripod to record something like an idea when you listen back to it with headphones the audio is surprisingly very very robust you know yeah yeah it is the compression on the great. high end cuts off a lot of stuff but at the bottom you know somewhat enhanced maybe but still very natural sounding yeah um, and speaking of kids did you hear the Wolfgang song no Wolfgang Van Halen Eddie's kid Put out yeah. a, a new song yesterday, maybe, um, and it's called "Distance," and it's very good. It's, it's, he play he plays all the instruments and he sings, Wolfgang. And it, oh, really? Yeah, all him? It's like all Dave him. Roll style. Yeah, and he wrote it for his dad, and he wrote it while his dad was alive, and he wanted. He was hoping, he was thinking that it was going to be done and finished and out there when his dad was alive, so his dad could hear it and even though his dad is no longer alive it's it's actually more fitting the song and there's a video and it's uh just videos of him starting when he was born of eddie and valerie you know holding him coming home from the hospital and then yeah. and lots of home videos that have that are date stamped too so when they were taking the videos they had the date thing up and, uh, you know, just him growing up, Eddie playing with him as a kid, Eddie holding him at the piano when he's a little kid and like on his lap and then holding him up at the piano when, when he's like 
10 years, 10 years older at the piano and right. just his whole evolution with Eddie Van Halen as his father and Valerie Bertinelli as his mother and learning instruments and stuff. And it's a very touching video. And, um, and it ends with a voicemail from Eddie to, to Wolfie. And it's, it, it'll break your heart, man. It's, it's, it, it, but it's beautiful too. Um, That's killer. And it's it's very, yeah, it's called distance. It's very clear how much Eddie loved that kid in these videos. Um, And it's, it's wonderful. It's, it's, it, you know, everybody with Eddie dying, everybody's thinking about the music and stuff and rightfully so. And the impact he had as a guitar player on the music industry and also rightfully so. But as a person, you see him here with, with a child and, and it's, it's very touching. And, it, you know, with the soundtrack of the song, which is really good, you know, he plays really well. He sings really well. He's not trying to be Van Halen. He's not trying to be his dad. Sure. He's right, just right. He's just a songwriter. He's been playing music his entire life. So he has an album coming out. And that's I know there's a couple other songs out there. He's been on tour with Van Halen. No, yeah. He's got a couple, you know, small resume. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I encourage you to, and anybody out there to listen to it, too. Really good. Uh, I'm looking forward to the rest of the album. So. Yeah, just another example. I, I, I mean, Wolfgang's not really a kid anymore. Um, but no, still, sure, he's a, he's a young man. You know, yeah. he's an adult. He's grown up. Yeah, but uh, but uh, of somebody learning music right from the get go. Pretty awesome. And his name is Wolfgang Van Halen. Right. That's great. Mozart. Yes. Um. So yeah, good stuff. Yeah, I'm definitely going to check it out. Is it on YouTube? I can find it. It's on YouTube. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'll look it up when we're done with our wisdom yes. in the evening. But yeah, so, you know, it, it's, um, you know, with any of the social media stuff, right? I mean, there's, there's so many levels. Like when you, you know, it gives you appreciation when you watch YouTube and you see like a really well produced video with multiple camera shots and, you know, there's money behind that, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. talent people worked on that, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's very, uh, you know, it, it's great. And, you know, it's cool. It's like when you watch a lot of these videos, they're all using GoPro of some sort, you know, with all kinds of multiple, it, like, you know, when they're professionally shot tour videos, you know? Like, I saw right. something uh, from one of Dream Theater's tours, like the second one, I think, with Mangini on drums, and they had GoPros all over the place, you know? Right. All you know, two or three angles on his kit, one right on the keyboard guy's hands, you know, on on Jordan's hands, and then one like kind of side shot, and then one right on the microphone stand in front of the a bass player, one right in front of the microphone stand in front of Petrucci, you know, a- in addition to other uh, camera angles of live cameramen, you know, shooting actual footage, but they were able to, you know, cl- you know, pan into all these different angles, and and, and it was really well done, but you know, yeah. ton of editing and all the syncing of the the video and the audio together, right. It's and just the production because it is mic'd and it is you know it's it's live performance right so it's off the board, right? Um, yeah, you need somebody who knows what they're doing. But it, I mean, as far as expensive, even it, it's not that like you can get make really good videos for not that much money. Sure, but you have to do a lot of the work yourself. Is what I'm getting. Well, at, yeah, you definitely. Know? Yeah. And these guys do that's a, you know when you hear something that's like that pro quality audio. All I'm saying is a lot of people's effort went into making that. You know. Sure. And then you see, you know, a lot of guys on YouTube, too, that have great videos, like you said, that are done very inexpensively, but are, are very hip. Right. And have a great sound. Yeah. 
it still comes down to the song, really, and the performance. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, really yeah. always the most important thing because you could have a shitty video and, and be killing it. Um, and it would make you, as a, as a viewer, want to watch a better video, but you would still appreciate the music. So. Oh, yeah. Plenty of those we've seen, you know? Like, yeah. Especially when it's like you see a YouTube video, it's like someone's phone from a, like older fo- cell phone footage from like a club or something, you know? And right. it's, it's all like distorted and overdriven. Yeah, I have some of those. <laughs> yeah. I have one that's on my, my original YouTube page that I don't even know how to access anymore. Like, I know how to access it to view it, but I don't know how to access it to to edit it because I have a different YouTube page, and I can't tell how to switch. There probably is a uh, way. I just can't. I haven't put in the effort. But anyway, there, there's a, a video, and it's a clip. It's just a clip, or it's most of the song, I think, of... Uh, um. You never call me when you're sober by Evanescence, and I did. I was doing it with uh, Wendy and Lisa. You know Wendy and Lisa. Oh yeah, sure, yeah. Um, yeah, we played with Wendy and Lisa together, and uh, and this other drunk murder. Uh, his name is Jack, and we were actually doing this showcase thing. There was a, I don't remember what club it was. It was somewhere down South Jersey, and uh, we uh, there were a ton of bands there, and it was sponsored by some radio station or some something. Uh, or, or some promoter, I think, that was looking to book that venue. So they had this day of, rather than audition bands, they just had it sh- like a showcase day where it was open to the public and there were like 10 bands or 12 bands or something that played. So we just got up and played like three or four songs, I think. Uh, but we did uh, you, Never Call when, you Never Call Me When You're Sober by Evanescence. And my girlfriend at the time took video on... It wasn't even a cell phone because back then it wasn't. We didn't have the smartphones, um, so it was on like a digital camera, and it's and she's standing right in front of the PA speakers, and there were huge blaring PA speakers, and the video is good, but it's definitely like overdriven the whole thing. But I still love the performance, so I st- so I kept it up on YouTube. So even you know if I want to take it down, I can't because I don't know how to get on it. But but uh. It's on there. If anybody wanted to, you, you could find it by searching my name um, on YouTube, Steve Witchell, and and, uh, and the name of the song. I, I think I put it just as sober. Dude, I remember we used to bring guys to the gig with us, and we would like Studio One or oh, yeah. Club, the bigger rooms. You'd put we put a table. Like, you would get there early, obviously, right? Because you're loading in. You got to set up before the place even opens. And we're you know we're we would be setting up and, and gearing up on stage, and we would get a, like a, ta- a bar table, you know, like a regular table. And put it like kind of in the middle or against a column, and then put a tripod on it with the video camera. But it was, and you had to plug it in, you know, because the battery wouldn't last the whole time. But it was like a high eight, super eight video, um, you know, camcorder, like HD. But you'd have to start it, you know, and it had a great mic on and everything. But <laughs> dude, so many times, like you said, the video, the video is fantastic. But then when there was like a cranking vocal, you know, or like some kind of like, you know, sonic anomaly, you know, the actual video. Not not the, that the camera would shake, but the frequency would distort the tape, and the picture would get all jittery. <laughs> you know, many times, especially Studio One. You know that room; it was a huge yeah. room, and the PA was you know thunderous. So yeah. there'd be times where, like if you were really laying into the kick, or like I said, there was some kind of you know sonic change that 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 the, the camcorder just couldn't handle it. Yeah. <laughs> the you know, signal just would overdrive the the processor in the actual you know unit. Yeah, I have some videos of, that people took of my band at, at Studio One, but they were like knew what they were doing. They had it 
you know, set up in right. the right spot and good, strong, sturdy tripod. You're trying to say I didn't know what I was doing, but we, yeah, we, no. Well, yeah. I mean, there's certain times you can't avoid it though, just because of the the building itself, right? Or, or you know, the options you have of where to put the camera. Like you only have that option, I guess. To to if you want to keep it out of the way of people, especially. Well, we wanted it in the middle of the floor, like dead center stage, so we had like a good, right. you know, balanced un- mix. and yeah. balanced mix and a good shot, you know, good sh- shot of the stage. Right. Do you remember Escapades? You ever play Escapades? In I Jersey played City? there, I think, once. I, I, Randy Rocks, hey, Randy Rocks here. How you doing? I just in Jersey City, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they would, and you, you pay fifteen dollars, and they would videotape your band. Yes, from the yes, yes, board, yes, yes. Board mix, and they're like. You know, had special effects on their video. I have a couple of those videos. You have to dig them out. We yes. could totally those, man. That's funny. I remember now. I don't. Rem- I remember getting recorded. I don't know if it was video or audio, or it might have been video, but I remember that option there. I only played there once, but I, I had been there a few times. Um, oh, dude, we played there a bunch of times, and I can remember like the like the first time we played there, dude. It was like maybe our third gig ever as a band. You know, we all excited to play. We got there, we had to bring people. You know, and you got like a dollar a person for every person that you brought. You know what I mean? That's it. So yeah, it was a dollar. <laughs> yeah, we brought like dude. It was Jersey City too. So think I about know. It was well, it was a dump far yeah. away from home base. It was a crappy neighborhood, yeah. and you had to like schlep over there and to convince your friends to go, and nobody wanted to go. Right. But anyway, but there's a bunch of good bands playing there at the time. You know, we were playing there. Whip Attraction was playing there. There was a whole bunch of like local scene guys. Right. So anyway, do we played it the first time? We brought like 30 people, and like we, the guys like, hey, do you want a video? We're like, yeah, do we want the video? Everyone wants the video. He's like, okay, the video's fifteen dollars. <laughs> you made thirty, so here's fifteen dollars back. So that's like our second gig. We played. We got a video, live video of the band, and fifteen dollars. Wow. Yeah. Score. And meanwhile, we had like, you know, five of us in the band, two guys on the crew, the band, all kinds of gas to get there, you know, people to load in. Again, bringing the mega drum set, you know. Right, that, yeah, that, right. that is the most classic thing, I think, of all yeah. is when you see videos is that it's it's like back in the day, but it's like the stage setup is like Madison Square Garden. There's like, rack, you know, all kinds of racks on stage, keyboards, multiple tiers of keyboards, the giant cage with the drum set, you know, piles of amps. It was like, I remember wheeling in and guys being like, dude, like you have like a 20 minute set and you're bringing in like a track trailer <laughs> with the gear. What's wrong with That's you? Great. We're like, no, it's all part of the experience. You gotta, you know, we have to do well, it. Yeah, I mean, because back then when we were younger, it was more about the ex- getting the experience and 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 just uh, pretending to be bigger than we were. Well, it was also the shtick too. Like it would then word would get around. Like, dude, you had to see this guy's band. They bring like you know <laughs> sixty-five like, piece drums. To- yeah, they bring like you know way 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 too much gear for a twenty-minute set every time they play. <laughs> right. I I told that story on here once. I don't know what episode it was, but. Uh, yeah, about the guy with the the trailer, he had this tractor trailer of, with with the band's logo all on the side, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like, and and we played just a bar, like a restaurant bar, kind of thing, you know, relatively small, you know, but like, effort, man, like this, I would say the size of like the barn, uh, you, you know, what I'm talking about Black River Barn, oh yeah, yeah, um, you know, but just configured differently. And I mean, this dude brought a Marshall stack into this room and like 
subs and like huge PA speakers. It was ridiculous. Yeah, out of this <laughs> tractor trailer, man. Uh, well, the, the, like the, the, again, and, the first, and they the, didn't really know the songs. So, okay. The first gig we ever played with Eye the Storm was at this place, Uncle Roy's in Clifton, and you rented the room from him for a dollar, and then you charged a cover and you kept the money, and he kept the money for the liquor. So the first gig we played, right. it had a back room that was about fifty by a hundred. It was a giant, huge back room, but it had tables set up in it, you know, but it had a big dance floor and a stage. So long story short, dude, we had about 200 people go. They drank the place dry by like 11 o'clock, like right, halfway through right. the second set, right? But the, 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 the greatest thing is that we didn't have a PA at the time, so we brought all this mega stuff with us, right? Because we had been rehearsing at my, you know, my parents' house, right, in, the, in their family room. As soon as you walk in the front door, it had a bi level. To the right was the, the yeah, yeah, the yeah. Band. I remember those jersey houses. Oh yeah, <laughs> and then um, so but it was big, you know. And they had a fireplace, so we used to set up down there. But we had all the gear. So long story short, dude, this guy showed up. We, I worked uh, with this guy. He's like, oh, dude, my friend's a sound guy. He's got this great PA system. He'll do your he'll do your gig for like two hundred and fifty bucks. So we're like, awesome, right? Same That's pretty thing. good, dude. Yeah, this is back, you know, nineteen ninety maybe. Okay, so. It's so 250 bucks relevant. It's, it's like, well, it's kind of a lot of money, you know? Yeah, it for is. For the band at the time. For them, yeah. But, Especially if you're not making anything. So, dude, no, no, no. We made money. We charged at the door. And we had 200 people go. We charged 10 bucks ahead. Oh, okay. So that's so, uh, $20,000. <laughs> yeah, no. If my math is correct. Yeah, your math is very incorrect. <laughs> it's like $2,000 and half the people didn't pay. So it was like $1,000 and we had to pay the PA guy and the light guy. And, you know, we made about 500 bucks. Right. But. But the guy showed up with a box truck and, like, three guys, and they wheeled out this 10,000-watt PA out of this thing with, you know, four 18s, two 15s, horns, top cabinets, full mixing board, monitors, and, you know, and you ever see the video, like, when they show the nuclear war testing when all the pigs are in the pen? <laughs> And like the wind like blows for a second and it's just sure. like, yeah. and they're gone. <laughs> right. Dude, when we did the sound check, the guy had like the thing up like a quarter of the way. And then when we hit the stage and we were like the first note, the first song that was like, bah, dude, I'm telling you, it was like that video where like all the tables and all the people got <laughs> blown to the back of the room, back of the room, like a, yeah. like a jet plane going into a, you know, a hard climb acceleration. And everyone fell in the back. <laughs> it was, and I remember like, and like, like after the first song, the guy came out from like all the way in the front of the bar, and he was like, "Dude, it has to be like one quarter of that volume. Like shit's falling off the shelf. <laughs> right. the, the plates <laughs> the are falling piles. in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. The ceiling tiles are falling out of the <laughs> like lobby. The, like Titanic when you see the the thing. <laughs> yes, exactly. At a, a slant, and all the glasses are falling off the tables. Dude, it was so. It was such a mammoth sound for that room. It was just like the, the be, look on people's faces were like, "Oh my god!" That'd be funny if you had video to splice that in, like when you hit it, and then and then you cut in the the Titanic thing with the plates falling in the <laughs> or cut in like this is that pig video from the new year testing. Gone. But yeah, dude, we gotta write that down too. We had mega like four camera shoot with people. You know, we edited. I have the video somewhere of, of the whole evening. Mm. I actually, dude, that's one something I gotta 
get on is I have to take, I have like a hundred tapes of all different things, clinics and gigs and, you know, bands and, you know, so much band stuff on VHS that if you don't digitize and save it at some point, it, it's it's unsalvageable, you know? Yeah, I have I have a stack here that's been sitting here for freaking months, six months, I'm going to say. Yeah. Of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight videotapes. And I went through like every videotape I had. We talked that that was one of the episodes that you find when you search, right? The VHS tapes. Dusting off yep. the tapes is the name of yeah. it. Yeah. Episode, what number was it? 93, remember. I think. No, 94. 94. 93, 94. Was, 93, 93 was, the was the birds. Okay. 94 is that. Um, yeah, I think but, yeah, I have them here. And I, I bought a converter thing, like a cable. And I haven't even tried it yet. Six months. Oh, yeah. You got to get on that, man. I do. And it has been it was sitting on my cabinet, my base cabinet. And, like, after it was sitting there for, like, a couple of weeks, I'm like, wait, my base cabinet has magnets. And these are tapes. I probably shouldn't have this on top of this yeah 94 was dusting off the tapes 93 was the birds okay 94 it is you can find that on coverbandcentral.com if you want to listen to a previous episode of this um goofery that we do goofery that's not a word but it should be goofery um but we have 114 you can find them on itunes and uh spreaker dot com and uh, Google and anywhere you listen to your podcasts, where podcasts are found, we will be there. Yes, another little commercial for us. <laughs> it's commercial commercializing very quickly. I don't have any of this written down out of there, ladies, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just coming up with this off the top of my head. It's, it's what I do. It's what we do. Yes, completely unrehearsed. So I went to see for the first time since COVID. Since the first time since I broke my arm, I went out socially to see a band. Wow. The first time I've gone out to see a band uh, since uh, since COVID hit. And uh, I, it was on Sunday, Sunday night, early evening into the night. Um, a friend of mine, his band was playing uh, two, two bands of, with people I know in both of them. And... A, a double bill and a, this bar it's kind of a bark, biker bar it's on the other side it's not in New Orleans it's in um, uh, Harahan which is uh, kind of like Metairie it's it's <laughs> more <laughs> more of the okay. s- suburbs um, and it's it's really cool the, the, like the bar itself is it's fairly big it's a, it's a big bar itself in the bar but where the band would normally play and it, it's like one of those podunk bars where you're playing in the corner and you you know you're you're next to the kitchen kind of thing. Um, but they have it set it up out outside now because of COVID. And they have this huge stage with a huge sound system, like the big light tresses you know, with, with all professional lights. Um, and I had no idea. I had never been there. So I, I knew my friend was playing. So I just, you know, said, I'm going to go out. I knew a couple of people that were going to be there too. So I, I figured I'd have people people to hang out with, um, and I was amazed. I was like, I walking up like I parked fairly far away, and I could hear the band really loud from where I was. And I'm like, it sounded like you know like a big amphitheater kind of concert. Um, and this you know stage was big, and, and the, as far as people there, it's probably 150, maybe 200, uh, which is you know a lot. 
to get out to go, go see your cover band, especially during COVID. Um, were they all masked up and stuff? No. <laughs> no. For, for real? For real, yeah. It was outside, wow. but no, yeah, nobody's wearing masks here, dude. It's it's just red state stuff, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what it is. They people just don't buy it, or or they or they just don't care, or they've had. I've talked to a bunch of people that have gotten it already, right? And they're fine, and they 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 did get tested, and they did test positive, and you know they they dealt with a little bit of sickness for a little while, but they're fine. And they have nothing to be afraid of because they already had it. So they're like, oh, okay, that's one of them. Um, so, yeah, it's it's not. And that's a, that's really kind of a lot of people that I know here have gotten it. Um, but there's the red state issue part of it, too. And, uh, you know, they're just a defiance of people here now because they're fed up with it. You know, they want to get out and do stuff. And bands want to play. Bands need to make money. Bands need to work. And, you know, it might be a blessing in disguise, this thing that, like, Bourbon Street being closed. Because I, I really enjoyed going to that venue, and I really enjoyed the the, the possibilities of it. Because it really is a cool location. It's outside. It's You could spread out, man. I mean, there was a lot of space. You could just, you know, if you wanted to go there, and have a mask on or not, and just stay away from people. You, it was easy to do. Um, th- there were picnic benches, and they were spread far apart. Um, so, yeah, you know, nice wide open outdoor area. So, you know, I, I don't. I mean, we've talked about it a ton of times, but I don't. I don't really personally have fear for get, of catching it. So, but um, the band was killer, man. The the um, it's my the drummer that plays with me on Crazy Corner. Um, and uh, uh, the, the bass player, this guy Rod, who's great. Uh, this guy Andrew is playing guitar, also great. He, both of those guys play in a bunch of bands around here. Cover band? Cover band. Um, keyboard player played guitar too, was real good. And the singer is this girl, Melissa. And I, I'd never heard, I heard about her, but I never heard her sing. And she was phenomenal, dude. Phenomenal singer. Um, they did Heart. They did Boston. They did Iron Maiden. They did uh, "Tell Me What You Want" by Zebra, and she oh nice, she nailed it, man. Like, and that's high. Yeah, that, that is where high. he goes at, at the end, yeah. man. And she nailed it, full voice, man. Um, really, I mean, like dynamite singer, man, and and great song selection. They did a a song by Triumph, and the, the name of this is escaping me right now. Um, Lay it on the line. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. Lay it on the line. That was it. Um, yeah, they did "Wasted Years" by Iron Maiden. They did uh, "Smoking" by Boston, and, and uh, um, an, another one from the first album by Boston. I don't remember. Is that a pickup pickup band, or they play out? They regular? no, they play out regularly. They have a you know band name. They have a, a Facebook page. They have the whole shebang. They have pictures. Um, and they play, you know, there's places to play here, not in, not in the French quarter. There's places around the area that to play and people, right. are, people are playing. So, um, I kind of felt like, you know, I felt like when I was there that night, I was like, you know, I, I did all this bur- stuff on bourbon street and I feel like I, ca- I was kind of feeling like, well, there's nothing left to do. And then, then I saw this and I'm like, okay, yeah, I got some stuff to do still. 
because these oh, yeah. guys, I would love to play in that band. Um, the, the bass player is great, you know, um, and I wouldn't do anything to, to jeopardize that whole situation, but I'm certainly going to offer to him um, and to them that if they need somebody, I'd be happy to jump in. Um, you know, cool songs like Priest. Uh, they were doing, uh, what else? Uh, like just a couple hard songs, a bunch of Pat Benatar, the cool Bat Penatar, Bat Pen, Bat Penatar. Penatar. <laughs> Uh, uh, um, and just and just a Benjamin Penatar. <laughs> um, so I'm going back there tomorrow night. I'm pretty sure I'm going to go, and it's same drummer again, my drummer Brent, who is you know for my money one of my favorite drummers here in New Orleans. Um, he's just he's an excellent musician, um, and a cool guy, and uh, he's playing, and it's this guy Derek, who's also a phenomenal singer. Um, and they do heavy, like the hard rock stuff, but more obscure song selection. So that I, I'm really enjoying. I'm going to go see them tomorrow. And the same bass player as the other band, Sky Rod, and same At guitar same, player. Too. Same venue? Same guitar player and same venue. So it's different keyboard player, different singer, basically. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, but same rhythm and section. Di- different band name. Yeah, same rhythm section, same guitar player. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go there tomorrow. It, it feels good to kind of get out and public and just you know mingle about with people yeah well again at least it shows you that there's still a scene that's somewhat alive you know what i mean and the guys are still playing and like you said brent's playing with three you know three different bands in the same place i think he's probably playing with more too because he is like he is a a badass he's just um he's hardcore he's always moving he's always doing stuff he's always working he's in great shape like he's just you know he's 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 a go-getter. He's a motivated, disciplined individual. Yes, that is correct. Both Dude, of those. He's he's a drummer. What else would you expect? That's right. That's right. I saw Brent today too. He came and stopped by. Brought nice. Me, brought me a present. He's, Brent. He's nice little. Like yeah, he's like a good dude. Yeah. Um. So I I think going out. You know, I always it's one of the things I've talked about. Maybe, maybe on here, but I've definitely talked about it with CBC. Um, if you want to get work, you got to go out and be amongst the places that you want to work. And you have to right. talk to the people you want to work with. Just get out there. Law of attraction, man. Get out there. Imagine yourself being in that band, on that stage, with those people, playing those songs. Feel what it feels like and make it feel good. And when you do that, it's gonna, you're going to get it. It's going to happen. It's happened to me. I, I don't know how many times now. Um, and it'll happen again um, because the, I would love it, dude. I mean, after freaking 10 years of playing Jesse's Girl and living on a prayer, I want to go out and play Iron Maiden in Boston, you know? <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know, and like that chick was doing crazy. They were doing crazy on you by heart. Like, oh, man. Killer. Um, and the cool Pat Benatar, Bat Penatar songs. <laughs> <laughs> well, like you said. If you know if the girl who's singing has the pipes for that range, oh, you know how you no know, perfect, right? I mean, it's great. Yeah, I mean the zebra, it's like that is high, man. And I know it's a guy yeah. that sang it originally, but he just sang this crazy falsetto thing that was kind of had a little bit of full voice in there, but but she sang it full voice. Nice, like whew. yeah, like full on. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. There was a a guy that was broadcasting live, um, he had his phone on a tripod 
and it, yeah, I'd set up perfect, you know, to uh, perfect crop of the stage, and uh, he was filming the whole thing, and I saw it. It was just sitting there on the pri- tripod, and it was live, like Facebook Live, and I saw that the one person was watching. I was like, no, 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 this is people have to see this right now. So I was, I, I didn't know where the guy because there was nobody standing there watching the thing. It was somebody set it up and left it. So I'm looking oh. around and I'm asking people like, whose phone is this? Because I wanted to share it. Right. To CBC while it was live, um, but I didn't know where it was being broadcast on Facebook. So I looked on the band page, and it wasn't there. So I'm asking around people like, "Whose phone is this?" And some guy figured out, he's, "Oh, it's uh, it's Frank's phone." And, and like, but he's not here. I'm like, oh, okay. So I just kind of, I kind of hung around for a while, and then and then he showed up a, a couple minutes later. A guy's like pointing to me or or gesturing at this other guy to me. It's like, and I'm like, okay. And I brought him over and I asked him and we went, he was, he was very accommodating. He's like, oh yeah, cool. And I went to his Facebook page and, um, I said, sent a friend request, but it wasn't on his Facebook page and we're trying to figure it out. We're like, uh, cause the, the last one he did was there and I finally realized he didn't make it public. So people, when you're doing a, fa- a live broadcast, make sure it's public so people can share it. So everybody can see it. People want to watch things live. And people love sharing stuff that they love. So if they're seeing your band and they're like so excited about it that they want everybody else they know to know, they're going to want to share it. So you got to make it public on Facebook. You have to make sure you do that first before you go live. It's very important because um, I so the result was I couldn't share that because I wasn't friends with him on Facebook. Because he, uh, uh, uh. he his privacy setting was to friends. And. You know, even though I sent him a friend request, he has to accept it first before I'm friends with him. And he couldn't do that because the phone was on Facebook Live. <laughs> um, so, problem. Yeah. So, people out there, if you're doing live broadcasts, make sure it's public. Make sure people can share it if they want to. They can tip you if they want to. They can get some CBC bucks when we have that rolling. Right? CBC bucks. Put them on your tab. Oh, you there, Steve? No, your microphone setting changed. I don't know what happened. Oh, there you go. Now you're back. I was futzing with it. I was moving it, and then the thing came out. <sighs> smooth, Steve. Everything else went fine, and then had to do that. All right. Real smooth, Steve. Real I hope, smooth. I hope you were talking while I was gone. <laughs> yeah, I was going... Hello, are you there? Hello. Dude, what happened to you? I hit the thing and the thing came out. Uh, you know, I started checking my cable to be like, oh, no, did something the mind unplug? You know? right. Never a dull moment. All right, guys. Uh, com. Go there. Check out the stuff we got. I'm putting up new content all the time. And sign up for a profile. It's free. See you next week. Peace. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.